Hi, uh, this is Tom, and uh, thanks for listening in to this uh, podcast. Uh, this is a second in uh, in a number of podcasts on the parable of the sower. Uh, it's such an important important story. You know, Jesus said that this was his story. He he said this is the parable of the sower. He said this is the parable of the sower, and he's the sower. So this is his story uh, more than just one that's near and dear to him, he actually lived this story. Uh, and I mentioned last time that the, that there are three main characters in the parable, the sower, the seed, and the soil. And I talked about how interdependent they are. Um, and this story, uh, again, uh, for new believers and for old, is really important to comprehend and grasp because it really tells the story of their life. It, it tells the story of becoming fruitful. Uh, the process of you and the seed, uh, you know, growing and uh, bearing much fruit. And um, and I know that there are Christians uh, who no longer are walking with the Lord because they are not aware of this story. They don't know the process of the seed. And uh, because of that, uh, you, you, discouragement, disappointment, and uh, God's not really true to his word. Well, in fact, he planted a seed and the seed has to go through a process. So, um, you know, could it be that they might still be walking with the Lord if they knew the process? And I think the church needs to talk about the process of the seed, especially in this prophetic age. We have uh, people giving prophecies, here's a word from God, not knowing that that word's a seed. And that word's not the fulfillment, it's a seed. And But the seed and the sower are perfect. You know, Jesus, the one who sows the seed, scatters it in such a way that it, it hits everyone. Uh, he is generously indiscriminate, and no one will ever be able to say to God that God did not reach out to them. You know, whether through nature, circumstances, one's conscience, uh, the preaching of the good news, or even a direct encounter with God himself, God confronts everyone every day. And while all these methods can be rightly said to be the seed, Jesus clearly said the seed is the word. So while nature and your conscience are ways to alert you to the reality of God, the word of God is the seed. Uh, how precious the word is. Uh, it is the vehicle God uses to transform your life from a wasteland to a beautiful garden. Uh, and the seed is a perfectly packaged uh, container of potentiality. Within an acorn, is an oak tree. Within a kernel of wheat is a loaf of bread. Within the seed is your destiny and your eternity. Within the word, the word that is written, there's a seed there that's going to be your destiny and your eternity. And uh, and all the seed needs is a place to grow. And God has created your soul to be the perfect median, medium for the word. Think about that. Think about that. Uh, it will grow and produce fruit as long as the conditions are right. You know, the farmer doesn't worry or he doesn't grunt or groan after he plants the seed. He just goes on his way because the seed's got it. And you don't have to worry or wonder about your life either. Your life, your future is in the word, what word you received. And the seed will become something greater and more amazing than you can imagine if it's allowed to grow. So do you think this will make you a little more attentive to the word preached on Sunday? God, what are you saying? <laughs> will you re-examine how you hear and what you do with the word? 
Uh, will you open up your Bible with a little bit more holy fear and anticipation? And what about those random verses or songs that just drop into your mind? What are those about? Well, these are all soil questions. Uh, Jesus described four types of soil. And instead of looking at them fatalistic, fatalistically, uh, that is saying, I'm this sort of soil or you're that sort of soil. Uh, because I think if we do that, we're all going to realize we fall woefully short. No, I want to look at this story as the pathway to fruitfulness and see the soils as the experiential tests uh, that we're all going to face. Uh, looking at the parable this way not only will give you hope, but it alerts you to the tests you are to expect. You know, for the seed to grow, I need to receive it. I also need its roots to go down deep. And I need to make sure other things aren't sucking the life out of the seed. So if you have a seed perspective, you'll be able to navigate life because you'll be able to interpret what you're going through and not stress out. You know, this is because of that seed. God spoke this, so this is what's happening. Uh, for you to have good success, you will need to interpret it, interpret life in the story of the seed, the story of the sower, the story of the soil is your Rosetta Stone. In brief, to produce much fruit, the seed goes through these three stages, the faith stage, the hope stage, the love stage, and each of these have a test. Look at the first soil. The first stage is all about receiving a word, the faith stage. I believe what God said. You know, the hardened pathway is all of your presumptions about yourself and God and life built up over years. But when the grace of God comes, it is so foreign to your thinking that is that it is almost unbelievable. In fact, it is unbelievable. <laughs> it takes the grace of God to even cause you to believe. Uh, since life has packed you down and you feel that you're not worthy or you're not worth much, uh, when you hear the grace of God, how much and what sort of love God has for you, you, it doesn't penetrate. But let's say for a moment, his love breaks through, right? <laughs> like in a Sunday morning when you're singing with a congregation, I am a child of God. You know, I think, by the way, that there's more seeds received during worship than in the preaching. Uh, but there's a yes that resonates within. I am a child of God. Thank you, Lord. I, I am. But then Monday happens and your spouse uh, does that same thing again. And then life happens and the word is scorched. Uh, it's interesting that in Mark's version, Jesus said, when testings and trials and troubles come because of the word. <laughs> We, we need to interpret life right, correct? We, we hear that God loves me and then <laughs> my wife doesn't love me. What's going on here? Well, the word you receive will always be tested. The sun will always come out. If you don't know this, you're going to dig up in the dark what was sown in the light. And, the, and this is the hope stage that everyone goes through where you need to grow strong in faith regardless of your experience. Your roots need to go down deep. This is a time the word is getting into the substructures of your life. Uh, it's the seed growing a root structure that will support the ministry God is developing for you. One of the most potentially harmful things uh, I think that could happen uh, is to have success early on. I've met people. You've, you might have met people 
uh, and uh, and then when God begins to pull those things away, uh, there's there's no uh, no way to grasp that. Uh, but then there's also the love test. You'll also face this test as well. This is where you'll be asked, like Peter, do you love these more than me? Weeds are what we allow to grow into our lives when we are hedging our bets. Will God really come through? Do I, you know, do I need to do something else? Um, you know, Jesus said that the worries of this world and the desires for other things choke the plant. Uh, and I don't believe that Jesus is talking here about a Christian, though there are Christians, worldly Christians, uh, who cling tightly to things of this world, like possessions, uh, position, or power. Rather, this seed or soil test is a test you will face once you receive the word and are letting the roots go down deep. Before you really become fruitful, you'll be given a choice. And let me explain this through the life of Jesus. Uh, Jesus didn't make this story up. Uh, he didn't uh, say it just because he knew about plants. Uh, because he experienced this process. Uh, it was shortly before this time, less than a year, that Jesus sought out John the Baptist. And as he came out of the water, something surprising happened that he didn't expect, I don't think either. A seed was sown. A word came to him. You are my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Yes, that word identified him to the nation of Israel, but more than that, it was his father sowing a seed. Rather, for him, it was his father confirming the seed sown in him. And beloved, we need to see Jesus as he walked the earth a little differently. You know, he was made in every way as you are. He was not a superman. Yes, he was God in the flesh, but he laid aside his entire divinity to walk as man and totally as a man. So he was an ordinary man walking in touch with God and within touch and in touch with himself. Um, and Jesus needed this word as much as you and I do. Jesus needed to pray as much as you and I do. Uh, Jesus needed to obey as much as you and I do. So the Father tells him not only who Jesus is, you're my son, <laughs> this is your identity, but how the Father felt about him. And you know, when you say yes to God for the first time, uh, every moment afterward, God is saying this word over you, that you are the loved of God in whom he delights. Do you know that? <laughs> Have you received that? Uh, it is a hard word to receive because we know ourselves. <laughs> At least we think we know ourselves, right? Well, Jesus received it. And what happened next? Uh, again, after this faith stage where he believed and received, what happened next was the Spirit drove him into the wilderness where he was tested. And what was he being tested about? Well, this seed. There in the wilderness where there was nothing external to confirm the word, Jesus let this word go deep. I am the Son of God. <laughs> this is a hope stage. And the greatness of his ministry was dependent again upon the depths of these roots. And so 40 days, uh, Mark says that Jesus was tested by the devils. Devil and was with the wild beasts. And, and again, I, I, I really think that this is what, what was going on, that he was... Um, getting his roots deep in the Lord and just loving loving on God and letting God uh, minister to him the best he could, even though the external situation wasn't uh, wasn't measuring up, you know. And uh, does that register with you? You know, can you say that God is tickled with you 
when you're being spanked by your circumstances? Well, you know, this is, this is what's, this is the process and this is the hope stage. And you have to go through the stage. The seed has to go through the stage. The sun has to come out. Trials must, uh, must come because of the word, uh, because God wants the roots to go deep. But then before Jesus actually began his ministry, there was one more test. And that's when the devil showed up in person and basically offered him a shortcut uh, to recognition, to possessions, and to power. And Jesus told him that he loved God more than all those things that were offered. And because of that, the seed that was sown uh, became more than a hundredfold. Um, you know, he came out of, the pro out of this process in the power of the Spirit with fruit popping up all over the place. Uh, so I'm going to spend a little more time on this because Christians, for the most part, are clueless to the process that God uses. And uh, we don't really recognize the, the power of the Word or the process of the Word. And uh, because of this, many Christians live their lives in the shadows. Uh, so I'm going to spend uh, the next post, posts maybe, talking about your father, and that's Abraham. He's called the father of all who believe. So if you believe, he's your dad. And uh, it's not just because he's your dad, but because he's the pattern life for faith, for fruitfulness. And uh, and so if, if you're going to be walking in his steps, you need to know what his steps are. And God told him that his life was one of unbelievable increase and in blessing and fruitfulness and he said the same thing to Jesus. He's saying the same thing to you and me. It's all about the seed. <laughs> it's all about someone, uh, the seeds of interaction in the person's life and the cooperation one gives and the attention one gives to the seed. Uh, so let's pray. Uh, Lord, uh, Father, I just uh, ask you to make the seed more real to us. Father, alert us to uh, what you're doing with the word in our life and uh, God, thank you for that there is a process that we go through and and just like the seed and, and, and it, it's a guaranteed 100% that we can be uh, fruitful, very fruitful if we attend to the seed and Lord, uh, help us. Help us, oh God, in Jesus' name.